You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul. Welcome to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits Podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul. Between the intro and me saying my name at the beginning and again here, I think you fully know what show you're listening to and who your host is. Let me tell you what we're going to talk about today. Your semester is done and you have listened to me. You have been successful with your finals. You had a successful trip home for the holidays. The semester is over. If you're non-traditional, then you are going back and doing the same old thing. If you're traditional, maybe you're going home for the holidays. Maybe you're staying on campus because you work and this is what you do. Who knows what situation I'm finding you in. But what I do know is that when you wrap up a semester, it's a really awesome opportunity to look back over what it is that you accomplished, what it is you would like to have accomplished, and really hone in on the ways that you did it well, you could do it better, and get an overall sense of how you think everything in this semester went down. Right? I mean, you know, for those of you who started listening at the beginning, especially if you're a freshman and you just finished your first semester, uh, wow, you know, congrats on that. I hope that you uh, managed to stay relatively sober on the weekends and get some really good studying in. I hope that you attended all your classes, that you didn't drop any classes. Uh, I really hope that you got everything out of this semester that you possibly could have. And now it's the opportunity for you to look back and start to really evaluate what it is you did then and what it is you would like to do better in the future. You know, one of the reasons I started this show was because I remember when I got sober and I started thinking about the decisions I made when I was first going to college, you know, 18 to 21 was Ball State, 21 to 25 was Valencia Community College. And then I went and did um, University of Florida from um, 25 to 30. And I just remember being like, I don't honestly know if I would have listened to a show like this. I don't know if I would have listened to someone like me back then. I can tell you this much, that the resources you have are way, way more abundant than what I had when I started college in 1994. I mean, here we are, you know, we're coming up on 2020, and that's 26 years ago. Now, at 43, I can assure you, I still have... I still have yeah, very youthful vigor to say the least. I, you know, I, I don't feel like I've grown a, a, a year. I certainly look like it when you see pictures of me, but unlike all my friends, a majority of them anyways, um, I didn't get married. I don't have kids. And so at 43, I'm still this whole bachelor at heart kind of person. So I don't necessarily feel like I am old, even though some people might say, well, because of your age, you're, you're middle-aged. Um, I say all this because I don't know if at your age I would have listened to somebody like me, but this kind of show, the internet, the kind of resources, these podcasts, YouTube, all of these different ways to learn and gather information and to, and to grow weren't available to us 
Back then, you literally had to know what the Dewey Decimal System was and how it worked, or you would go to a library and just wander around aimlessly, or always be asking the librarian how to find stuff, and there there were usually surly older ladies who did not want to always help you find a book. (laughs) Young man, this is the 13th time you've come to me in the last four hours. Could you please learn how to find your own materials? Um... You have a lot of stuff. And what I have listened to me, I don't know. But you found me. You're willing to listen to this stuff. So you're already ahead of a lot of people who are just going through their college career, through their semesters, through their lives blindly, not trying to evolve and become the best version of themselves possible. You are striving for this. And I commend you. I think it's super awesome that you have been listening to me for as long as you have. If you're new to the show, I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to some of the episodes that when you see the titles, they really they really trigger you and think, wow, I got to listen to this. When I first came across one of my life coaches by the name of Brooke Castillo, um, I wish I could remember the first episode I ever heard of hers. Um, somebody at one of my meetings mentioned a topic I had talk- I had just got done talking about. She mentioned that uh, she had heard a podcast where, the, where this woman was discussing what I had just said. She gave me very few details. I went home. Through the power of Google, I located this this woman by the name of Brooke Castillo. I went and listened to that episode, and I just started to devour them. And they weren't in linear order either. I just started checking out the ones with cool titles. Now I've gone and I've listened to all 250-some episodes, and in many cases I've listened to some of them two, three, four, five times because the information is so valuable. Feel free to do that with mine. Obviously, I would love it if that's, if you found my information as valuable as I find Brooks because that's why I do this show, to bring you value, to help you get through all of this stuff that you're doing. And so now you're at the end of a semester. And so something I highly recommend that you do is you take some time to assess what it is you experienced. Whether you want to journal it, whether you want to take a voice memo, whether you want to shoot a video on your phone that's just for you, whether you want to jump on Facebook Live or Instagram and and do a video for all your friends or followers or whatever, some way where you go back and assess it so that you can keep it for posterity's sakes. So that, you know, let's just say that you're a freshman first semester and you graduate in four years. I don't think that that's necessarily the the trend nowadays. I think it's five years based on some studies I've read that it can take anywhere between four and five. Obviously four seems to be the minimum unless you're Sheldon Cooper. Um, for the most part, I'm looking at, it looks like it's trending towards five nowadays because people got to work and have jobs and the financial aid, yada, yada, yada. You've got, you know, five years of this. That's five falls, five springs, five summers. It's a lot of learning, a lot of growing. And wouldn't it be really cool if you could go back um, when you're a junior and you're finishing your the fall semester and go back and listen to yourself, watch yourself tell you what it was like to experience freshman fall semester, sophomore spring semester. God, imagine you go out and you do an internship. Go home and make videos every day about what you learned or what you experienced. And then, you know, you can go back and watch them all one day when you're 30 and think, wow, look what I learned then. Or I'm telling you, I do this all the time. I don't even necessarily go back and listen to all the voice memos I make. I have no doubt one day I'll, I'll start combing through them for a book. 
um, book three or four when I and I go back and really start talking about um, the metamorphosis, the chrysalis I've put myself through from being an alcoholic and, and now being almost three years into addiction recovery. I've got so many notes. And in fact, I've got uh, one of the reasons I launched my other podcast from sobriety to recovery was so I could be talking about my addiction recovery in a way that would only would not only help me in the future when I wanted to come write a book about it, but also so other people could understand what I was experiencing because perhaps I've got a little nugget of wisdom that could help them. You've got nuggets of wisdom. And one day you're going to be mentoring somebody. So one day you're going to be a junior or senior and a freshman's going to come up to you and ask you something. Wouldn't it be really cool if you had a, a voice memo or a video or a podcast episode that you could send them to and they could learn from you? And if I've taught you something, then pass on the knowledge. Let somebody else know, you know what, this guy over here, you know, he's helping me learn how to study better. He's, he's, he's showing me ways to be more emotionally balanced. He's showing me ways to understand how connecting is better than being right all the time. And whatever it is, you've learned something. Take note of that. Because it's going to be extremely difficult, and I, and, I, and I know this, what I'm getting ready to say, it's going to be extremely difficult for you to ever go back and retouch all the emotions and all the feelings and all the, the thoughts that you had uh, about this semester two years from now, even if you did want to write about it or do a video or talk about it later. Because then you're telling the story from your two year from now version of yourself instead of your now version of yourself. And I know this because back in 2012, I did a motorcycle trip around the country and uh, I spread my mom's ashes in like a hundred places, visited 29 states. It was really amazing. And one of the reg- one of the bigger regrets I have about that trip was that each night I didn't turn on my iPad and record a, an audio diary of what I experienced that day. Because now I have these memories of what I did, but I don't have it, you know, from the hotel in Montana, from the from from the park in South Dakota, from that amazing, you know, Olympic Center in Georgia. I've got pictures and I've got videos I shot because I shot the whole thing as a documentary. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't doing these daily videos and I I really regret it because I'm never going to be able to go back. I mean, here I am. That was seven summers ago and I'm never going to be able to go back and be able to really know what it felt like to get off that motorcycle in the middle of Montana and just shoot that video and and, and to to be able to tell myself what it was like, what I just experienced. Um, I came across some really sad things on the road, some animals that were just, had just been hit by cars. I, I, I almost got hit head on by a car, uh, illegally changing lanes in Colorado. And, you know, it's like, wouldn't that have been really awesome for me to have had that video? And what about the beautiful sunset over Yellowstone? And what about the beautiful sunset over Mount Rushmore? And all of these things I look back on, I'm like, God, I really wish I'd have shot daily videos. And so, that's what I would recommend that you do now. It's one of the reasons why we're just talking about this today on how you end up the semester because I'm going to do some things um, over the break that are that are going to be about you know figuring out your identity and value systems and stuff and we've talked about some of that already, um, but I've got some other really great ideas um, scheduled. If I were to go over my show notes real fast, it looks like I've got uh, like a, one about your identity coming up. Um, you are what you repeatedly do. 
um, your new year, new goals, new you, uh, preparing for the next semester, getting acclimated to your new schedule, um, because these are things that, you know, maybe I didn't cover at the beginning of last semester that now, you know, the beauty of this is that every, every six months there's a new semester, right? And so every four months I have an opportunity to go back and cover topics that I wish I'd have covered before, um, long-term execution of your syllabus, um, winter doldrums. That's going to be a really good one. That's coming out at the end of January. So I've got a lot of really awesome things planned. So basically, no heavy lifting in this episode. All I really want you to do is sit down and think to yourself, what is it you just got done experiencing over these last four months, five months, whatever it might have been, right? And just think to yourself, what is it that you would like to remember the most? I would even recommend some of the the most painful, the hardest lessons you learned. Talk about those too, because they'll hurt less six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, when you actually go back and listen to these things. Um, And you won't, wouldn't it be awesome to be able to hear yourself talk about that, that first love that, you know, broke up with you during the semester or that first F that you got, or that first time that a teacher, you know, told you that, you know, you needed to work harder, whatever it might be, whatever challenges, talk about the challenges. Because one, I can assure you, they'll hurt less the further you get away from the actual moment that they occurred. And it's in those struggles. It's in those disappointments in ourselves. It's in those the most challenging times that we truly get out of our comfort zone and grow the most and learn the most and become the most, the most. That's it. I was going to say the better version of ourselves, whatever. It's like, it's in that, that we truly grow. If you're always in your comfort zone, you don't grow. Right, you you just you don't grow in your comfort zone because it becomes whatever your behavior is that you are comfortable with, it becomes habituated. You don't have to think about it anymore, and it's like mm, step by step. It's the same thing over and over again, right? For years, for years, I've been a bartender and a waiter, and I'll tell you what, it's like you go and you work somewhere for seven straight years, and you go in, you don't even have to think about it anymore. Right, it's a great way to pay the bills. It's a great way to make a living while you're off, you know, becoming the best version of yourself. You've done this in school. You've no doubt got a job that you that you had maybe all semester. It's one of the reasons why I say get a job that you really like and keep it because by the time you've done it for six months or a year, right? And at UF, I was always a TGI Fridays or a bonefish waiter. I never had to think when I went in there. In fact, my brain was over here extrapolating ideas out of the material I just read or pulling pulling a flashcard out of my apron and, and memorizing a new word for a class because I knew exactly how to do the job. I did not have to think about how to make a drink. I didn't, know how to, I didn't have to think about how to greet a table. I didn't have to think about my workflow at the restaurant at all. It was just such second nature that 75% of my brain was just thinking about school and you know working out problems in my, in my uh, other life outside of that restaurant. So get yourself a job and keep it so that you don't always have to be thinking while you're there. And maybe you can pull out your flashcards and do a little study time. All right. I, used, I, I tell people all the time, bartending is super simple once you memorize the drinks that people who walk up to your bar ask for all the time. 
Because if ever if you're constantly worried that somebody's going to come up and ask for a drink you don't know how to make, then you're going to be stressed out when they do. And now you have to go open up a book and look at the recipe and then make the drink. Once you've learned, oh, these are the 40 drinks people always ask. Okay, great. Memorize those drinks. Now, no matter what somebody comes up and asks for, you know how to make it. Now you're able to, you know when a bartender is good, when they're able to look up from the bar while they're making a drink and talk to people around them and interact with the guests and interact with their coworkers. While they're sitting there making drinks, they're able to talk. If they're sitting there and their head is down and they're focused on making the drinks and it's all they can do, and it was like uh, sex on the beach, a screwdriver, a greyhound, and, a, and uh, a Cuba Libre, right? Those are not hard. Every single one of those is a single liquor drink I just mentioned. Um, vodka with grapefruit, uh, vodka with rum with diet soda. Anyways, the point being is I've watched people get that order and then just keep their head down the entire time. Like they're thinking about how to make it. Ask me for that kind of drink and I would have just been whipped them out in a heartbeat and I'd have been talking to everybody around me. So get like that at your job so that when somebody asks you to accomplish a task, you're not even stressing. doesn't even matter. You already had 14 things to do. It's okay. Throw three more on. I'm good. I got this. Right? Find yourself a comfort zone when it comes to that so that you can be pushing yourself outside your comfort zone in areas of your life where that's really what you want to be doing. Changing jobs every semester, unless unless that's what you want to do. You want to constantly be experiencing a new job. That's great. And that's what you need for your own personal growth. For me, it wasn't. For me, staying at the same restaurant job for three straight years was what was going to help me have personal growth in other areas of my life. Because I knew when I went to work, I didn't have to stress out about that. No matter how stressful, you know, becoming a, a a journalism photographer or a magazine designer or a web designer or the the other seven focuses I had in my major while I was at UF, I could be my schedule could be slammed outside of work. But when I went into work, I knew I just I could just be on cruise control, so I could be brainstorming up other cool things I wanted to do at school without stressing while I was at work that, oh my God, I got to study a new menu. Oh my God, I got to learn a new spreadsheet formula. Oh my God, I got to learn new coworkers to be around. So do find some areas of your life where you can be comfortable so that you can be pushing it in other areas of your life. That's just how I did it. You do it however you want to do it. Wrapping this up, because again, this was going to be a really, really easy show, is, you know, what do you need to wrap up before the semester is over? What do you want to wrap up before the semester is over? What do you desire to take away from the semester? Prepare yourself to say goodbye to the campus, knowing that you're closing this, this chapter of your journey. You finished your finals. You've done everything you need to do. Maybe you're in Greek and you got to you're in Greek life and you got to say goodbye to all your fraternity or sorority brothers and sisters. Maybe you're in your dorm and you're saying goodbye to everybody before you go home for the holidays, because it's going to be in these ends of the semester where it's it, it is literally a chapter ending. And in the future, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember freshman first semester. I remember freshman soft. I remember freshman spring semester. I remember, oh yeah, man, junior year spring semester. That was a tough one. You break things down based on these semesters. So close them up accordingly. Wrap up the chapter nicely. Journal it, audio record it, video it, do something. Because I promise you, 
as being somebody who wished I had the technology that you now, you know, have so readily available to you, it would have been so cool to have some recordings of what it felt like to finish up sophomore year at Ball State. What it felt like after that really awesome fraternity dance I went to, uh, December 1st, 1994. It would have been really awesome to have a recording of my memory of that event on December 2nd, right? You have that stuff at your disposal. If you haven't done this previously during this semester, do this stuff next year. Record yourself after a really awesome um, speech or presentation. Record yourself after you get done studying for a test and, and you get your grade. Record yourself after you have an interaction with someone you really like and it went well or it didn't. Like, take the opportunity. We're, we're such a Snapchat, Instagram story kind of world where it's just like record, 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 show it to everybody else. But what about that deep down s- stuff you don't want to share? What about that stuff you just want to keep for yourself? Get that stuff, record it, journal it, you know, put it in your, you know, if you do voice memos on your iPhone, those things all end up on your, in your iTunes, put them in a special folder, um, pull them out and put them in a folder that you lock up. If you're sharing things you don't want other people to hear, lock your computer with the password, but do something that you feel safe, do Figure out a medium you feel safe sharing your secrets, sharing your insecurities, sharing the things that you're working on. Figure out that medium and God, jump into it. I didn't mean for this episode to turn into a you should all journal story, but <laughs> apparently it has. Because I just think, well, how exhilarating would that be? How informational, how much of a learning process that would that be for you in the future to go back and be able to listen to the, today's version of yourself talk about things that you're going through. Everybody wants to write a book. One day you will too. Wouldn't it be really cool to have all of this stuff um, kept, you know, in perpetuity. So that's it. You're, you're finishing up your semester. Think about what it is you want to do to wrap up your semester. Is there someone you've had a crush on all year? Go up and say Merry Christmas to him. Start up a conversation. Tell them that you're interested in them. Worst case scenario, they say, I'm not interested in you. Cool. I got You got almost a month where you won't have to run into them. When you see them next, be like, hey, you know, how you doing? Hope your holiday was good. You know, uh, about last semester, you know, all's good. You know, it's just wanted to just wanted to let you know how I felt. We're cool now. Hope everything works out. Right? Like, step out of that comfort zone. Be courageous. Be decisive. Do something amazing. Do something that you've been wanting to do all semester. Jump into it. Be all about that action. Right? Be flexible in, in, in your approach and be flexible in your mindset around the outcome. And just, guys, be tenacious. You, you have worked your butt off. You finally finished the semester. You're one step closer to finishing your college journey and going off into the rest of your entire life journey. So do something amazing. Take some time. Journal about it. Figure out a way for you to pull out the emotions you feel today and put those down into some medium, whether it's written or audio or visual, so that one day you can look back on it and you can think, man, that was pretty that was that was that was pretty pretty cool. That was a lot. I had to deal with a lot that semester. And look, I, I was able to I lived through it, I succeeded through it, and I learned so much. I'm telling you, there is very little in life worse than not being able to pull back on those lessons that you've learned. Uh, I really think that learning from your mistakes, learning these lessons in life is, is really what it's all about. And 
I think you'd be really remiss if you missed an opportunity to um, journal and keep a diary of all of these amazing experiences you've had. One day, one day you're gonna you'd come you'll come across it. It'd be like Brad Pitt coming across a picture of himself dressed up as a chicken on Hollywood Boulevard advertising a chicken place, right? Like everybody loves seeing those old commercials. These now humongous, famous movie stars were in 30 years ago. Wouldn't that be really cool to see a picture of yourself or a video of yourself after you got off a stage from a presentation or after you, you know, after you got off of a date with this really amazing person who, oh my goodness, turned into your four-year girlfriend or boyfriend? Like, you just don't know where life's taking you. So take the opportunity, journal it down, finish the semester strong, wrap it all up, say goodbye to who you need to say goodbye to, you know, uh, really just take that moment to to honor yourself for a, a, an amazing semester. Hopefully you worked hard and got great grades. If you look back and think you could have worked harder and you're disappointed with, with your own performance, then think about ways that you can do it better the next time because that's the beauty of college is that every semester is another chance to succeed even better than you did the first time. That's it. We're going to end on that. Be awesome. Be amazing. Inclusivity over exclusivity. Remember, it's all about connection. It's not about being right. Finish your semester strong. I will see you again next week. Much love. Bye-bye. 